0: So it's storming out here, and it's probably one of the best sounds ever. It's probably one of the things I enjoy most about living um, on an island. Uh, I mean, I don't like the idea of possible tsunamis (laughs) at every waking hour, but (laughs) I do love the sound of pouring down rain, especially when I, I know I don't have anything pressing to do like I don't need to be out of the house and I can just kind of enjoy it. Um I get a little nervous with when the when the lightning and thunder is out of control, you know. If it's just like medium, I'm cool. But I just got finished working remotely on everyone's favorite platform, shout out to Zoom. And uh I was like, oh, I'm about to go do something chill because it's just something about being on that medium that's exhausting. I think I was on it for a total of like three hours maybe. But it's just something about, you know, the blue light burning my eyeballs and <laughs> trying to uh, interpret in a 2D platform uh, can be a little overwhelming. Anyway, it started storming and I was like, yes, like, yes, please. Because anything I thought I, I needed to do, I actually don't have to do now, right? Because I'm like, yo, it's storming, so whatever. Um, I don't even remember what I promised you guys on the last one. I knew I was definitely like, yo, I'm going to do more uh, self-help. That's not self-help. And I don't really know what I said. So I don't feel responsible because um, I didn't even check. Something said, you know, Tiff, go back, listen to the end of your last podcast and try to, you know, try to do some follow through, you know, try to be consistent. And um, I no longer wanted to do that. So anyway, I think I'm my inconsistency is consistent and we're just going to live in that. I also opened up my uh, my document, you know, of my wannabe book and um, why is that joint like I have a section as I was like you know I can't remember which section I said or what I, was, I said I was going to talk about let me just open it up and why does why do, I wish you guys could see it there's a section that just says shut up <laughs> and I was like I'm about to click on it now to figure out if I'm trying to write a metaphor um, is this representative of something or was I you know I don't remember I don't know what my note says as to why I would just have a, a title that says shut up But, you know, honestly, it it could just stand on its own. Like, maybe just one page will be all black and white letters will be like, shut up. And that would be my self-help advice. (laughs) It's definitely my advice to myself more often than not. Um, Anyway, uh, um, I can't remember what exactly I said I was going to talk about. But um, I I think I'm going to take it to the social sphere um, right now because it's what I see next, honestly, as I opened up the document, but also because I think we're all living more on social media. I think it's how we're accessing uh, not just entertainment, but also news stuff as well. Um, I could live without all the TikToks, but whatever. You know, live your life. Um, And I think... There was two things I wanted to address and when it comes to social media and I'll I'll talk about that. I'm trying to keep these podcasts um under twenty minutes, maybe at the I think they've been going floating between like ten to seventeen minutes, eighteen minutes. There's no real rhyme or reason. It's just like when I don't have anything else left to say, I just kinda turn it off. But since we're 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 in the social sphere a lot, um I'm gonna trans uh Uh, how you call it, I'm going to transfer over um, to the cerebral tea and talk about this quote that I put here. Um, I don't think it's really a quote. It's just an expression. And then I talk about that two points, Uh, how we reach out to people, communicate with them, how we understand talking to someone nowadays, (laughs) how we've interpreted it. Um, By the way, I just saw um, Jerry Seinfeld's latest stand-up on Netflix I can't remember the title of it I think he's hilarious he got me through some really really long days when I was living on a Caribbean island um in rainy season um, me and my best friend uh and we were listening to cassette tapes of Jerry Seinfeld and I will have to tell you it was the funniest thing um that I experienced I we also didn't have television or anything else so that could have added to its hilarity but my point is um I like him. He's funny and he talks about technology um and how we use it today and blah 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 and it's he's like he's hates everything and loves everything. So that's why I love his comedy. Um so if that's if he's in your taste bracket, uh definitely check it out. It's funny. Anyway, um so I want to talk about that and then how we misunderstand things that we see in social media as well. So if you follow my instagram you may have at some point uh seen this quote i wrote it's not really a quote it's just something i said but um (laughs) i'm sorry i got distracted because my dryer my machine almost like threw this whole thing off and i'm like yo thank goodness that technology is embedded with um troubleshooting because this joint is already bootleg and y'all be like what why is her machine beeping because I got laundry in there. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's just something I wrote. And it just kind of pertains to um, how we view communicating, talking to, each, to, to people nowadays, catching up, etc. So it says, Today I asked someone how they were doing instead of just liking their picture on Instagram. There are so many advantages to, to technology. Even with how we've been able to use social media to stay connected. The flip side parenthetically negative, is that it has created a false sense of connectivity. We scroll through snippets of people's lives like flashcards and we believe those reels to be actual information about the individual. We've confused that information for knowledge and details. It's a crazy time in which to live when hitting the like button and double tapping on a picture is the equivalent of having spoken to someone. When was the last time you called someone just to say hi? to check on them or on the family, to tell a funny story or just because they crossed your mind. Technology is a good thing until it removes our human response, until it starts replacing real and authentic communication, until it eliminates the need to actually connect. Sharing strengthens our empathy. If we lose that, we might as well be machines too. End quote. I don't know if I really believe that we might as well be machines too, but it's kind of that. I'm I'm trying to. Oh, I was trying to draw that connection and distinction between how we determine catching up with someone, because I hear it all the time. People are like, "Yo, I just caught up with someone so today." I'm like, "Did you catch up with them, or you caught them online?" You know, it's kind of one of those things where you might send two or three DMS. And now you you said you spoke into that person, but you haven't actually asked them how they are, um, if they're doing okay, if they need anything. Um, how's life? How's the family? Um, we're always in that mode of, you know, passively checking in on people because we follow them. That's why I refuse to call people friends on social media. I'm like they're my contacts because more often than not in that group that you have, whether it's followers, whether it's friends, depending on which um, social media platform you're on, we have a tendency to use that word friend so flippantly. You know, like, oh, that's my friend, that's my friend. I'm like, is it really your friend? Or do you just know who they are? You know what I mean? It's it's that thing that we're just, we there's no more clear distinction anymore in how we communicate with people either. And so I think this COVID time has really taught us I'm hoping um, that we have to do more than just superficially reach out to folks because we constantly do that. We, we're very superficial in our reach outs and people are afraid to go deep. <laughs> they are because it makes them responsible, right? Like when you know something about someone's life or about what they're going through, their circumstances, like it puts you in a position of, res- uh, of taking responsibility, especially if you're in um, the position to help them. And so that kind of transitioned to the second part that I have here. Um, Where is it? It kind of, it's it's twofold. Um, It's more about authenticity when it comes to social media platforms, which, I mean, come on, if we don't know that by now that we're only living our best lives in the social sphere, it's like people are either living their best lives or their worst lives. You know what I mean? It's like either everything is up, 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 or everything is down, 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 down. You right? It's like we, we we really don't ever really show the medium of our life, you know. Which is it's it's interesting to me. And so we buy into that. We buy into the to the perception that someone's life is either really bad um, when they could just be highlighting a uh, a not so good portion of their life frequently, or that someone's life is really good when the opposite is true. You know, uh, they're just highlighting. Uh, or I should say the reverse is true, when they're just highlighting uh, a positive portion of their life repeatedly, you know? But it's how we ingest that information, digest it, chew on it, and then form radical ideas that someone's life is either really, really bad or really, really good. Um, And I sound a little bit like Trump with the the repeated (laughs) descriptors. Gotta work on that. Um, So uh, the section right under it is... Literally transitioning from the point I just made to to the title, While people are so afraid of not being liked by others, I'm more afraid of not liking myself. True story. I say, this is the reason I take long breaks from social media. It's a confusing labyrinth of self-promotion that constantly forces us to examine if we are enough. I don't even know what that is supposed to mean. There's an overwhelming concern to be liked by complete strangers than there is for authenticity. I'm afraid for our youth who are so bombarded with status updates and life comparisons that we are creating a generation of beings who don't know their self-worth beyond counting likes and comments. Youths that are are distressed at trying to determine the meaning of an emoji. We are more and more measured against our influential ability, regardless of whether we are really having an impact or not. We're doing more to be seen than we are for our own edification. And then we wonder why depression and mental illness are daily on the rise. I want to be a human being that is liked by others because I am liked by myself first and foremost. Your biggest responsibility is to yourself. The fact that we often comment more on everything a person has and everything they seem to have accomplished as a reason to be shocked by their suicide is conflicting to me. It shows me that the vast majority still believe true happiness and contentment are bred out of fame and finances. It shows me that most people still believe material wealth is synonymous with emotional stability and satisfaction. Emptiness, whether due to mental illness, self-imposed due to bad decision-making, or vicarious trauma due to being a human on this planet, strikes anyone and everyone and makes no allowances for your status. We put people and their lives up on these pedestals, disregarding their humanity. There is so much to contend with in this world, and rich and famous people are not the exceptions. End quote. I think I was elaborating, or I wanted to elaborate on that section because I have a a straight line that runs through it, and I go into how the U.S. has more, referencing the U.S.A., how it has more monetarily and, you know, lots of technological advances, and everyone's so connected, quote-unquote, but suicides are on the rise, have been climbing, Um, people believe that happiness is built as a built-in default based on your like your economic status, your education status, how many kids you have. And so social media eliminates that periphery. Although that's where we dwell, you know? So everyone's just seeing the the peripheral parts of people's lives. And then we take it as the representation of a person's entire life. And then we get puzzled when we're like, how come so-and-so killed themselves? They're so rich. You know, they to—they were married so long or they have beautiful kids. It's all subjective uh, and really quite silly that we believe those things to be true. But every time I, I come across comments or even the way people post and choose to share portions of their lives, it's strongly evident to me that we're still living in that margin of people's lives and thinking that that is the representation of the whole So this time in COVID, and I think it's a real struggle for a lot of people because you're living in this space where you're checking your status, not your status, your pages more, your social media um, more. And people are doing their workouts, you know, bench pressing their dogs and crazy, ridiculous stuff that is like, that poor dog, right? And, you know, just doing things to keep themselves sane, stable, no, we don't see what's behind the curtain. We don't see beyond that square um, that they're recording themselves in. And we start to fantasize or create some kind of imagery about this person's life. And then we desire to want it, right? Whether it's the freedom, whether it seems um, flexibility, what, whatever it is, you know? And not understanding that these things don't, these aren't equations, um, and that's why it it really it it kind of all wraps around for me it kind of there's a it's a site it's a circle um, I don't know if circles are completed but like it's as a starting point and then it wraps back around to that starting point as the end point in the sense of we need to be more realistic about how we use social media and even in the sense of how we quote-unquote check on people how we talk to people, communicate with them, how we really know how they are. So that's been my challenge to myself during this COVID time, to really take the time to authentically reach out to people that come into my mind. Even if it's been a long time, it doesn't really matter. Um, And just see how they're doing, just ask them. It doesn't really have to be anything more than that. And also sometimes we underestimate what's valuable to someone and i keep repeating this over and over i think in these podcasts because we subtract value from something that seems so insignificant but you know that's just from your lens so this is my challenge to myself and i challenge you all especially because we don't know how long we're going to be living in this new normal uh reach out to people if you like their picture on instagram reach out to them directly and be like yo where was that you know if it's not geotagged and um just check in on them. And then second, don't get caught up in the hype of everything that you see going on in social media. People are just trying to cope. And sometimes, you know, putting on makeup and making a cute video or TikTok or something is their way of coping, but it doesn't mean that they're everything's hunky-dory and they're good. So I think that's always something to keep in mind and to remember, even when you're sharing aspects of your life, ask yourself why you're sharing it. Um, is it because you, you are somehow in need of love and attention or um, in a connection and if that's the case sometimes the best way to do it is to reach out to someone and you'd be surprised at what you build from that so anyway that's the cerebral tea I'm sipping today and I'm so legit getting this out to you guys within two weeks what (laughs) I'm so inconsistent and that's my consistency so I appreciate you have a great week guys